Distorted View Daily proudly presents Indian Road Rage. Did you know abortion even had a smell? It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Hansen. Yes, say freaks. Tim back here with you starting a new week of podcasts. This right here, of course, is Distorted View Daily. It is shaping up to be a great week for idiots. Well, for idiots doing dumb stuff and being featured on this very show. As I have mentioned, Mike Lindell has been teasing his new social media platform called Frank. Well, it's launch day, and it's not going well. I think it was supposed to launch on April 16th, but there were technical problems. Today was the second launch day announced, and uh, it's been a mess. The, uh, The website is crashing. Users are unable to create accounts. Without much evidence, the MyPillow creator uh, has said that this is obviously a cyber attack. Everyone sit tight. We will prevail. One user wrote on Monday, uh, it was supposed to be Thursday for VIP members. Then Sunday and then 7 a.m. today. And now it's sometime today. This is borderline ridiculous. Another user said, weird. I thought it was supposed to be super secure. Everything is always disappointing. Shortly after the uh, main platform failed to launch as planned, the Frank website domain started showing a live stream. Yes, Mike Lindell is hosting a 48-hour <laughs> marathon live launch stream, and even that's not going so well. Apparently, a couple people have figured out Mike Lindell's cell phone number. Take a listen to some audio Directly from the stream. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you, thank you. Hey, hold on. I got. I think I got a reporter beaming in. Scott, thank you for calling. Yes. God bless you. Finally, we're gonna get some positive press for Frank. Goodbye. <laughs> Hello. Hey, Mike. It's wrong with the Wall Street Journal. Yes, oh. yes. You're live. Is that okay? Oh yeah, that's great. But Mike, I have some bad news to tell you. I'm afraid, and I wish I hope you can share this with everybody. But unfortunately, Alexa passed away just a few minutes ago from a drug overdose. Okay, that's a, this is a prank call. This is a prank phone call. You see what they're doing, everybody? You see what they're doing, everybody? That was an attack there because I brought up this great reporter. 
And that was an attack. You heard it here. This is what these attack groups are doing. Prime example there. One guy prank calling is an attack group. Then Mike tried to go to the big tally board that shows how many people have signed up for Frank. By the way, we're also doing that. We have a work. ticker here. Uh, we're up to. They haven't re up. They haven't re upped it. But uh, we're going to be showing that if you can roll the new numbers. But they uh, let's get an update soon, Almost six soon, and a half million people, and um, that have watched right now. Well, we'll come back to that. We were attacked by the cyber. Oh no! By, by everything known to man. The, the cyber attacked again. Is the cyber why the tally board's not changing? Stuck. Finally, a bit of good news when Trump called in. Again, not on some sort of studio line. It was Mike's personal iPhone. Breaking news here with a guest. Hello? Hello, yes, I'm Mr. Trump on standby. Are you ready? Yes. First of all, that person sounds Canadian. I'm sorry. Hello, yes, I'm Mr. Trump on standby. Are you ready? Yes. Go ahead, sir. Hello, everyone. Oh, uh, we have the president here, our real president. Uh, oh, my God. Mike Lindell's face is just lit up. He's so happy. They've got the real president on the line. Go ahead, sir. Hello, everyone. Oh, uh, we have the president here, our real president, everyone. Hello, Mr. President. MacronShow.com, bitches. MacronShow.com. Okay. All right. I, I Sorry, guess that folks. wasn't. I guess that was. You see what they're doing? They're attacking us. Another cyber attack. They're attacking us, and this is what. Uh, I mean, that even came up. They're attacking into our phones. It came up that it, that it was a legitimate, <laughs> legitimate number. Call. Well, that's what the my pillow guy is up to today. He is not launching his social media platform. Yeah, he's having a bad day. Cause you had a bad day. attacked by the cyber that was an attack you heard it here this is what these attack groups are doing oh uh, we have the president here our real president everyone I guess that wasn't I guess that was you see what they're doing the cyber you see what they're doing they're attacking us we were attacked by the cyber pretty much sums up Mike Lindell's launch of Frank's speech moving on now Do you guys know what month it is? I don't think you do. If you did know what month it is, you would be excited. Let me give you a hint. I don't know what the name of that song is, but it's Yankee Doodle Dandy type bullshit. Mead Skelton's favorite. That's right. April is Confederate History Month. I don't know if that's true or if that's something Mead Skelton made up. I don't care because it caused me to get on YouTube and do a new live stream. Yes, entitled Celebrate Confederate History Month, Mead is going to talk about his favorite topic, enslaving black people. Oh, it sure as fuck is, black kid. Maybe we can learn something from Mead, though. Let's take a listen. I believe that, uh, why am I doing this? Because there's such an attack on the heritage. You know, it's all about, oh, racist or evil racist. They don't understand the history. Now, Stonewall Jackson even had a Sunday school for blacks. I love that Mead Skelton pronounces school like Marsha Brady. 
pronounces school in the Brady Bunch movie. I can never show my face in school again. I'm ruined. I've never heard of a George Glass at our school. Yeah, so Meat is a huge fan of Stonewall Jackson. Now, he believed that, now as far as slavery was concerned, uh, he just thought, oh, well, something that God allowed to happen. Have we ever asked me directly what his thoughts on slavery are? Because I have a sneaking suspicion he's okay with it because it's in the Bible. The uh, the North, which was more liberal, run by Abraham Lincoln and his evil cohorts, were trying to interfere with the Southern economy. It's so funny because you can't find anyone that says something negative about Abraham Lincoln. Republicans and Democrats alike love the guy. Not me, though. Abraham Lincoln was evil. The best part of any Mead live stream is when he starts reading the chat. Yeah. <sighs> States' rights to have slaves? Oh, no, that's just so silly. Oh, the South, that wasn't about slavery at all. People are just so silly with all this nonsense. Uh, slaves didn't enter into the equation. Um, Dec De uh, Democrat Representative Nick Gars... Nick Gars. I've never heard of Nick Gars. Oh, I think you have, Mead. You've uttered that name before. Someone tried that on the last live stream, too. Still, no one has clued Mead in what that means. My phone is doing something funny. So, um... It's like an old... This is how my mom talks about her phone. Look, can you look at this? My phone's doing something funny. Such an old man. Um, I believe that... If if the South had won the war, slavery was on its way out. You know, it was sort of a passing fad. Yeah, so it was only around for a couple, what, thousand years. So they would get new technology. They wouldn't need slavery. Remember, during the days of slavery, we didn't even have electricity. Oh, believe me. If slavery was still around, they would be the ones generating electricity for us. They would all be on those bikes, pedaling real fast to keep our TVs on. You know, and owning a slave... Back then was the equivalent of owning, like, a laptop computer to do. <laughs> Holy shit, Mead. I mean, <laughs> you know, Mead constantly surprises and delights me. You never know what's going to come out of his mouth. Yeah, owning a slave kind of is like owning a MacBook. I got to hear where he's going with this. You know, and owning a slave back then was the equivalent of owning, like, a laptop computer today or a Lexus. You know, it was just sort of a commodity. It wasn't thought of as, oh, slavery. It was more like, oh, okay, I have a slave and they work and stuff like that. And I treat them well. And I give them housing and food and clothing. And and um, so that was, that's how they viewed slavery. He said Alexis, but I'm pretty sure he, mean, he meant Alexa. He's, he's comparing slavery to an Amazon Echo. You know, you can ask the slave just about anything. Hey, slave. That's the that's the wake word. It was probably more like, hey, boy, hey, boy, what's the weather like today? Man, it looks like there's clouds outside. <laughs> the slave outside screaming. Hey, it looks like there's clouds. Partly cloudy with a chance of rain. It feels good on my skin. <laughs> 50, I'd say about 50 to 60 degrees. Master. <laughs> what? What world is Mead live? Well, he's living in fucking slave times. Good God, it Mead. was just sort of a commodity. It wasn't thought of as oh, slavery. It was yeah, black people were a commodity. 
property. Like, is, this is your argument, Mead? More like, oh, okay, I have a slave, and they work and stuff like that, and I treat them well, and I give them housing and food and clothing, uh. and and um, so that was that's how they viewed slavery. But of course, slavery. You know, I'm not defending slavery. I'm just saying that's how it was viewed. It's like having a laptop, okay, or a Lexus. Some freaks in the Discord, I think it was Vladimir Putin, clipped out some other uh, great moments from Mead's live stream. Here's just a couple. I know my history. You're talking to someone who's seen the movie Gone with the Wind over 30 times. <laughs> so I know my uh, Civil War history and what happened then. Oh, is that how you become an expert on something? You don't have to go to college and get a degree. I saw every episode of Seinfeld. So now I'm the mayor of New York. And the king of the Jews. Gone with the wind 30 times. How is Mead Skelton not gay? That's something like an old 60-year-old queen would say. I saw Liza live at the garden, and I've seen Gone with the Wind 30 times. I'm a cultured bitch. I've lived a life, honey. Uh, this next short clip from Mead is about Black Lives Matter, and, you know, we've heard him talk about it before we know his stance on it. Even if you've never heard from Mead Skelton before, you can pretty much guess where he stands on Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter is so evil that it would make any normal person want to join the Klan because <laughs> they are so anti-white and so evil. And I think the last clip that Vlad provided sums it up nicely. Now, my family tree is a sort of a straight line, but if you go through any southern family tree, you're bound to find a few Yankees. And Me pretty much admitting that his family participates in incest, which makes a lot of sense, actually. Well, there you go. Mead Skelton. By the way, I posted a, a picture of Mead taken from the live stream. I swear to God, he looks like a middle-aged lesbian. Check out the chapter artwork. I'll include that picture. All right, moving on now. You know, it's been a while since we've had a chicken-related freakout. Oh, God, those were the glory days when Popeye's released that sandwich. There was a never-ending supply of content. For a good month, I didn't have to look for anything. Videos just kept pouring in. Anyway, I've got a clip here of a woman upset because uh, her chicken sandwich was wrong. That is a pretty glaring omission. What the hell did she receive? Two pieces of bread and lettuce or something? It's my shit, the whole meal, my not all shit now, bitch. I'm not possibly do that to a bitch who's hungry. The bitch is hungry and you don't give her a chicken patty. You mind your fucking business, African. I don't fuck with African, brother. Get off my face, bitch. And here is a black person being racist towards a different type of black person. She's black. There's some guy who's, uh, I don't know, just standing next to her, I guess, waiting for his food. He apparently is um, an African from Africa. Get off my face. She don't want anything to do with him. I'm not all this shit now. Are you fucking dumb? Don't take it in. Mind your fucking business. No, it's a whole fucking meal. Yes, I got it. No, the, the soda, the spray, the fries, and the fucking sandwich. Yes. And the belly yes. chicken on my shit, bitch. Yeah. Mind your fucking business, sir. Calm you down. are not your own, bitch. Mind your fucking business. Mind your business, African. You are not your own, my nigga. Could you imagine if that was a white person screaming, mind your business, African? Since it's my news, my nigga, mind your business, 
fucking bitch? This is a McDonald's, by the way. You know, if the South won, we'd be treating these black people like laptops. Think about it. Mind your fucking, mind your fucking business. That's the problem with Africans. I don't fucking like Africans. I don't rock with y'all. Mind your fucking business. Y'all so- I actually think she'd get along pretty well with Meat Skeleton. They, they agree on that. Mind your fucking business, bitch. Y'all my sister. You know my fucking sister. Y'all Africans is horrible. Y'all niggas are terrible. Y'all sold it. Y'all sold it into slavery, my nigga. You have to wait me and sell it into slavery. Shut the fuck up, my nigga. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. Mind your business. Get my other chicken sandwich. Get my other chicken sandwich. My other chicken sandwich. This goes on for another five minutes. Dare I just fast forward and see what happens? We're about three or four minutes into the video, and... What's wrong with you? Ain't no chicken. This is not right, bitch. She's still screaming. This still ain't right, bitch. My God, lady, can you get the fuck out of here, please? Stop raising your fucking voice. Shut the fuck up, white man. You shut the fuck up, Cortez. Look, everyone else here is waiting for you. Mind your fucking business. Lady, come on. Yeah, now there's a bunch of people in the store, including that white guy. My mother? My mother would kick your fucking ass to the curb. Now we're five minutes into the video. My white man, don't you ever fucking talk to me. You're I'm talking to you right now. Fucking knock your ass out with your recessive ass. No, you're being a real nasty fucking person for no reason. Shut up. She's unhappy with Africans. She's unhappy with Caucasians. She doesn't like the other African Americans that are working at the McDonald's. She just she has no friends here. Shut up! You got recessive jeans that blonde hair, blue eyes. Okay. Devil shit, my okay. Recessive They're better than yours. Okay. No, I'm a biologist, ho. I know what I'm You're a biologist, but you act exactly. like this. That's awfully unprofessional. That's a low blow going after his recessive jeans. Shut the fuck okay. up, right here. Uh huh. With your nasty ass jeans. Yeah. Okay. You want some gold jeans? All right, well, she, she, eventually she's given her food, and it appears to be right, so she makes her way out, but she's still screaming at the Caucasian. Some people got no respect, bro. Shut the fuck up, white man. All right, you get the idea there. Just a typical day at McDonald's. Finally, before we get into the news, once in a while, a Linda Finkel Hall of Fame nominee comes along, and you just get the idea that uh, she's a spoiled white chick whose parents paid for her music video. Rebecca Black comes to mind. I'm not the first person to make this comparison. You tell me what you think. I've got a song here from the artist Coops, and uh, her song is titled Rainbow Road, but it really should be titled Ego. Wait a second. If you're... Your ego, if her ego is hitting you like a placebo, a placebo's nothing. So it shouldn't hit that person very hard. Why would it hit her, hit them like a placebo, but also like a torpedo? Torpedo, it's classier than a tuxedo. It's got you gambling like you're at a casino and you don't like my... I'm sorry. Hold on a second. I know this is going to... De- annoy the fuck out of you, but I, I gotta hear this straight through again. Uh, 
little tuxedo. It's got you gambling like you're at a casino. It's like she looked through the rhyming dictionary and just used every word she found. And you don't like my ego. Yeah. Bitch, I'm just like Houdini. Cast a spell on you like a genie. Disappear on you when you need me. It's like you see me, then you don't see me. When your girl sees me, she wants to be me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think you like my ego. Holy shit. When I don't like your attitude and you think I'm kind of rude, so I think you gotta go because you don't like my ego. Nah, nah, said- I, I, I gotta read the comments here. Hold on. This reeks of uh, purchased views and likes, all right? This video has received 35,000 views with 250 likes and only 50 dislikes. Only 50 dislikes. My ego's like a placebo. It's like a casino. It's hard to bend. Got a lot of fake friends. They like to play pretend. I don't know if I love you. There's an interesting pattern in the comments where there will be a comment like Alex Hopkins writes, ooh. And then the very next comment is from Jarrell Kualis who writes, ooh. Then Eve writes, I would sign her in a heartbeat. Then Mikkel writes, I would sign her in a heartbeat. Then Dinesh says, this is amazing for the youth. And Teresa writes, this is amazing for the youth. And Owen writes, this is amazing for the youth, right? They're obviously fake comments. She paid for this shit. Sergio says, I don't think you like my ego. Maxine says, I don't think you like my ego. Then Lincoln writes, who's listening to this now? And Keely writes, who's listening to this now? Kiana says, okay, Coops. Santiago says, okay, Coops. <laughs> William and Harold both comment, I like this one. It goes on and on and on. All right, so that's Coops and her song, Rainbow Road. The song is available to stream on Spotify if you want your friends to take a listen. Try to drive them to suicide. All right, in with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist to the fucked up news right now. <laughs> of the Distorted View Sideshow. What are you waiting for? Step right up. Become a true and honorable freak today. When you do, you will gain access to every single past episode of Distorted View Daily. Uh, Probably over 4,000 shows at this point. We've been at this for 16 years doing this daily nonsense. More importantly, every week, uh, we do brand new exclusive shows just for Sideshow members. Typically about two a week. Uh, As a matter of fact, tomorrow's episode of DV will be Sideshow exclusive. Want to hear the podcast? You got to sign up. Superfreaksideshow.com. All major credit cards and PayPal accepted. Memberships are very inexpensive. Only $6.99 a month. Even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. Other ways to support the podcast, we've got a Patreon account. Patreon.com slash view. You can pledge as little as a dollar. Every little bit helps. Check it out. Patreon.com slash distorted view. Okay. Three very quick stories now. First up, this is sad to say, but there's been so many, you know, shootings, mass shootings here in America. I don't really know the details to a lot of them, and I haven't been paying close attention. 
I know one of them took place at a FedEx sorting facility. I only know that because I was, you know, expecting a package and I was worried it was going to be delayed. This shooting has really affected me personally. That's why I'm taking this one really hard. It's like there's so much death and suffering that is going to end up pushing my delivery date back a fucking week. Are you kidding me? I want my iPad Air now. This is why you should just always shop at the fucking Apple store. Never order from Apple.com. It's not worth it. Shit like this happens. No, I'm not expecting an iPad in the mail. And I, you know, it sucks what happened. <laughs> this is me trying to be serious, Tim. Now hey, It sucks. That shooting sucks. Uh, no, it's very sad. But there is a distorted view angle specifically to this FedEx shooting. Check this fucking shit out. The teenager who shot and killed eight people at a FedEx warehouse in Indianapolis wrote about My Little Pony in a Facebook post. I love horses, best of all the animals. I love horses, they're my friends. I even know which horse is the FedEx shooter's favorite. He wrote about My Little Pony in a Facebook post less than an hour before going on a shooting rampage, taking his own life. Something My Little Pony related set him off. Maybe he got some bad fanfic feedback. Right, he probably authored a bunch of My Little Pony erotica. Someone commented, this was totally unrealistic. Twilight Sparkle would never unicorn fuck Fluttershy up the ass. It's not in her nature. Go back to the drawing board. Thumbs down. Could have been something as simple as that that set this little freak off. The post on Facebook read, (laughs) holy shit. Again, this is very tragic. Not making fun of this situation, but it's great that finally a piece of headline news is also distorted view worthy. In the most distorted view way possible. All right. The Facebook post reads, I hope I can be with Applejack in the afterlife. My life has no meaning without her. Brandon Scott Hole 19 posted at 1019 p.m. The shooting started around 11 p.m. on Thursday. Applejack is the main character in the children's cartoon. My Little Pony Friendship is Magic. First broadcast in 2010. Mr. Hole had two Facebook accounts. That's my grinder username, Mr. Hole. Mr. Hole had two Facebook accounts dedicated to the show that were removed by the social media giant following the shooting after requests from law enforcement. While lo- uh, law enforcement hoped that Mr. Hole's online activity would help shed light on his motive for the attack, the Facebook memo said the gunman's accounts were mostly focused on the cartoon show. So-called bronies, a mix of bro and ponies, is a subculture of adult men fixated on the program and has displayed elements of far-right and white nationalist extremism, the memo stated. Uh, It also said Mr. Hole's post showed no signs that this was part of his motivation for the rampage. Law enforcement has yet to announce a motive for the shooting, but the Sikh coalition has called for an investigation into whether bias could have been a factor. Police have said that about 90% of the employees at the Indianapolis FedEx facility are members of the Sikh religious community. Remember when uh, Mead worked very briefly at Amazon and had to quit because of all the black people, all the Black Lives Matter people there? How great would it be if at Mead's next job, 
It was all Sikhs. Mr. Hole worked at that FedEx facility but was fired sometime last year. He was able to buy two assault rifles because, you know, America. Oh, come on. I'm all for the Second Amendment, but not if you're a brony. That should put you on some lists. Yeah, he had two shotguns despite having had his shotgun confiscated after his mom called authorities and expressed concern about his mental health. Mr. Hull was, for a short period, placed under psychiatric detention after his mom reported to law enforcement that he was considering suicide by cop. He was he was able to get a gun after all that. By the way, I'm taking a look at, a, I guess, a previous mugshot of this FedEx shooter. Have you seen this? He's the most inbred-looking motherfucker. Now, my family tree is uh, sort of a straight line. He, I mean, he looks like someone who is not just a brony, but is one of the bronies that wants to fuck Fluttershy or Pinkie Pie or whatever the fuck their names are. I hope to God in the coming days and weeks we uncover some of... You know he wrote stories, right? He has to be one of these guys who wrote a bunch of fan fiction. Crossing my fingers, hoping in the next few days more My Little Pony related posts from him surface. All right, second story we have for you today. I'm on the phone with every studio at night. Insurance companies. Producers. We are creating thousands of jobs, you know what a bitchy Tom Cruise means. It's time for the start of views. Access Entertainment Hollywood News Insider Report Extra Edition tonight. Celebrity. Celebrity. Michael Jackson. Entertainment. Hollywood. Is Angelina Jolie banging. Extra. Mayonnaise. Really need to update those references. <laughs> Angelina Jolie, I think, is about 72. Her AARP card is in the mail. And Michael Jackson is, well, dead. Demi Lovato is in the news. She's pissed off at a Froyo shop. Yeah, I didn't know. Look, I, I don't follow Demi Lovato's career, but apparently she has an eating disorder. And now that is everyone's problem, including the frozen yogurt stand. The Dancing with the Devil singer blasted Los Angeles-based frozen yogurt shop, The Big Chill, for carrying sugar-free varieties, saying it was triggering to her. She's triggered because of the sugar-free options, you know, as a woman recovering from an eating disorder. And it's like, bitch, do you even know why there are sugar-free varieties of this stuff? It's for diabetics. So they don't go into like a fucking sugar coma. Quote, finding it extremely hard to order. F- <laughs> How old is Demi Lovato? Is she what's considered a millennial? Because good fucking Christ, that is the whiniest the world centers around me thing I've ever heard. I am finding it extremely hard <laughs> to order. Fro- She's having a bad day. To order Froyo from the Big Chill official. That's the that's you know at Big Chill official. When you have to walk past tons of sugar-free cookies and other diet foods before you get to the counter. Do better, please, she wrote on her Instagram story. She also added the hashtag, hashtag diet culture vultures. The Big Chill was not having any of this. Woe is me. I've been triggered. Goo goo gaga baby shit. Uh, The Big Chill says, look, lady, (laughs) 
Uh, I added that part. We carry items for diabetics, celiac disease, vegan, and of course, we've got many indulgent items as well. The Sorry Not Sorry singer, who has been candid about her battle with bulimia, also shared her direct messages with the Big Chill on her story. We are not diet vultures, the Big Chill wrote to her. We cater to all of our customers' needs for the past 36 years. We're sorry you found this offensive. We're sorry you found frozen yogurt that is sugar-free offensive. Maybe you just shouldn't leave the house. If that's what you find offensive, you're not equipped to deal with the world around you. You you just need to stay in your little bubble. Unwilling to relent in her criticism, Lovato said her experience there was triggering and awful. She said, you can carry things for other people while also caring for another percentage of your customers who struggle daily, in all caps, just to even step foot in your store. Like, that's that's a you problem. That's not the fucking Froyo shops, you know, problem that you, you have an eating disorder and are afraid to look at sugar-free options. You can, she goes on, she, she really is doubling down. You can find a way to provide an inviting environment for all people with different needs, including eating disorders. One of the deadliest mental illnesses, only second to opioid overdoses. Come on, honey. I mean, Jesus Christ. Your problem is you couldn't put down the Oreos. You're struggling with fucking stage four cancer. Uh, The big chill did not respond to that comment. Uh, They bowed out gracefully. Uh, Demi Lovato said, don't make excuses, just do better. Which is funny because they weren't giving excuses. They were just laying it out. They're like, look, we provide lots of options. Sugar-free diet, stuff full of sugar and full of fat for you, bitch. We're, we're just not going to hide our options because you don't want to see them. Even though the big chill is not responding to her anymore, she continues to tweet at them. She was like, she posted another, another thing. I was thinking maybe it would help if you made it more clear that the sugar-free options and vegan options are for that. See, Demi didn't know that the sugar-free options were really for like diabetic people. She was afraid that, you know, she was being attacked, right? She thought it was like a diet thing, trying to make her lose weight. Labeling the snacks for celiacs or diabetics or vegans, when it's not super clear, the messaging gets confusing to idiots. And also, just because something's sugar-free doesn't mean that just diabetics have to eat it. Maybe someone was like, I had tons of sugar today. I want something that's sugar-free. Who the fuck cares? It's none of your business. It's labeled sugar-free. You have to do the math. Figure it out. Figure out what it's for or who it's for. Good God. When it's not super clear, the messaging gets confusing. And being in L.A., it's really hard to distinguish diet culture versus health needs. Again, that's a you problem, cunt. Lovato continued posting messages. Her final message credited the Big Chill for catering to many different needs, but added it's not about excluding one demographic to cater to others. The Big Chill, again, did not respond to that message. It's so funny because I did a search for Demi Lovato because I knew about this news story. And there's been several stories, right, over the over the last day, right? And this is how it happened. 13 hours ago, a story was posted. Demi Lovato calls out L.A. Frozen Yogurt Shop for selling sugar-free options. Then, 
five hours ago, Demi Lovato doubles down on her attack of L.A. frozen yogurt shop. Then, four hours ago, Demi Lovato apologizes after facing backlash. (laughs) See how fast these news cycles are? Her most recent statement now is, I'm sorry that I may have got the messaging wrong. I'm sorry I may have disappointed some people. Then she talks about her eating disorder and why she did what she did. I know it seems like not a huge deal to a lot of people, but to me it is, she continued, adding that while she was in the store, Lovato wasn't entirely aware that certain diet and health food offerings were meant for specific health needs. I didn't know that, she said, because it wasn't clear. Like, they have to educate her now on why they sell their the foods that they want to sell. It's just insane. Fucking hashtag cancel Demi Lovato. Final story we have for you today. This is kind of a cheat. This isn't really a news story. I mean, it was posted as a news story, but it's one of those like, someone posted something crazy on TikTok, and it's got a lot of views, so let's write a story about it. But I'll allow it because uh, it taught me all about pities. Guys, I don't think most of you know what pities are. I didn't, like I said. Um, I don't know if this is something that most women know about or if it's just a small percentage of mothers that learn the hard way what pities are. Here we go. A breastfeeding mother has revealed that she is able to shoot milk out of her armpit. Most shockingly, she is not a freak of nature. It sounds like she's a freak of nature, but apparently a bunch of women can do this. It's got a name, and yes, it's pities. The woman not only explained the bizarre thing that her body could do, but also demonstrated how she does it. In a jaw-dropping video that has already garnered millions of views, TikTok user at Oliup showed her talent for her followers. The video reportedly was made in response to another viral post asking TikTokers to share weird things their bodies can do. Let's take a listen to uh, the audio from the video. I'm about to expose myself. Please be nice to me. Okay, so if you're a mom or if you've breastfed, you might know about this thing called pitties. Basically, you have breast tissue in your armpits, and when you get engorged, sometimes that tissue falls. However, I am the only instance that I know of or that I can find of this specific thing that happens to my body. I can shoot milk out of my armpit. And if it wasn't disgusting enough just to hear it, I'm going to prove it. So unfortunately, there's no good audio as she's like squeezing out her armpit milk juice. If you or someone you know can do this, please do what this because I can't be the only one. So I did an internet search for pities. If you check out the chapter artwork right now, you can see what uh, a, a pity kind of looks like. Almost looks like a testicle growing out of the arm. Uh, yeah, that I mean, that ball that you see is uh, just sort of, I guess, filled with breast milk. Uh, pities are lumps or swellings in the armpits that occur when breast tissue from breast milk becomes engorged. Twitter user shared an image of her pity, and then someone replied, the exact same thing happens to me. When I press on my armpit, milk would seep out of it. See, I guess that lady in the uh, the YouTube video is not alone. It was borderline traumatizing. Then afterwards, I found it hilarious. I called them my pities. My kids still call their armpits their pities. I think there is a real, like, medical name for this. Breast tissue can extend into the armpits, uh, and its special name is the Tale of Spence. 
don't know what that means. During engorgement or at the beginning of lactation, you may notice lumps and swelling in your armpits. It's also possible to have extra tissue that is not connected to the breast, both in the armpit and in other areas of the body. The accessory breast tissue can also increase in size and or produce milk. One uh, commenter wrote, I was so freaked out. I was even lactating from my armpit. One of those crazy pregnancy things no one tells you about. International board certified lactation consultant, Timothy Henson. No, that's my side job. Uh, Leanne O'Connor said that some women even develop small nipples. Oh, you've got to be kidding me with a shit. Some women even develop small nipples in their armpits. In rare cases, nips can develop, but it's not so common. Uh, I have them use ice to reduce swelling and sometimes a poultice of herbs such as peppermint or sage. We're talking about human breast tissue here. We're not seasoning chicken breasts. Hmm. Dip your armpit tit in flour. We're going to bread it up real nice. Fry it. All right. Uh, the human body's disgusting. I've been saying it for years. Uh, that, my friends, is your distorted news for Monday. Let's do a couple voicemails. And get the hell out of here. Love to hear from you freaks. And of course, there are many ways to contact the program. Show at distortedview.com. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. I'm all over social media, at Distorted View on Twitter and Instagram. And Facebook.com slash Distorted View Show. Don't forget, we've got a Discord where all the freaks are hanging out. If you'd like to pop in there and say hi, uh, use the invite link. The Discord link is uh, the main navigation bar, uh, and you use that. You click it, you click that link, and it's your invite. Your invite in. Use that invite in. That's just a link on the main navigation bar. Did I explain that clearly enough? No? Hey, Tim Haley's Comet calling up, uh, asking how the freshly installed bidet is treating you. Well, why don't you go and fuck yourself? Uh, I know you were going to be installing that a while ago. Uh, oh, enough of this. Comment. I don't want to hear from him today, Mr. Know-It-All. Hey, Tim, cat lady here. What do you want? Everyone's pissing me off. I've been sick all fucking weekend because, of course, I have. Um, I just wanted to call in because I was thinking about it and, like, going through voicemails. I'm not sure if Scumhook is really Canadian. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Right? Another Canadian. Scumhook is Canadian conspiracy theory. You're Tina Boo, Tony Prolap, and the HR manager for the Scrub Media Network. Uh, um, just calling about your question about the Ben Askren fight and oh, Jake yeah. Paul. Um, as a amateur boxer myself, back in the day, uh, I fought in exactly two tournaments, four fights, realized I didn't want to get punched in the head anymore. But I still like train and punch the heavy bag because boxing is... It, it's, it's fun. That, that's a weird thing, right? Like, when you decide you want to be a boxer... At that very moment, you have to realize you're going to be punched in the head. Why Why after the second fight where you're like, whoa, what? People are punching me in the head? I didn't No, I know. I don't want anything to do with that. It's it, like a weird thing to realize. It's a pretty good fucking workout. Um, and Jake Paul is fighting these low-level guys. Because yeah. one, Jake Paul's got no game. None. Zero. He's fighting these guys who can't fight. And Ben Askren is a amateur wrestler and an MMA fighter. Wrestling, ground game. He has zero stand-up game, which in MMA is the goal pretty much is to get to the ground and pound. Wrestle him, oh, that's, you know, yeah. go where your strengths are. Boxing, normally you're in there for about 10 rounds, 
uh, about two, uh, I think they're three minute rounds. Um, I'll have to look again because I, I can't remember, but I, I, I do love the sport of boxing. Um, the stamina, it, it, that, that requires you to just stand there for 10 rounds is just, is just. Not if you're Jake Paul. I mean, Jake Paul, that, that, it lasted not even one round, right? It was, it wasn't two minutes long. Crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. My question is this, like, when you watch Jake Paul, I'm trying to figure out how serious Jake Paul is about this whole boxing thing, right? Because it seems like, like you said, he's going after these low-level guys who aren't really boxers, and he's taking them out quickly. But, like, does Jake Paul have good form? Is is he acting like a boxer? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I I don't know these things because I don't watch enough boxing. Like, when he punches, does it look like he's good that makes and, sense um jake paul's fighting these guys and he's knocking them out in the first and second round yeah the problem is he's getting sweet spot punches and just boom knocks them the fuck out now i think the fight was rigged because jake it, i mean he got a lucky shot i think just like two shots and he was down well you're not the only person who thought that i think i read some comments yesterday that was uh, basically saying the same thing and then i was reading that this uh Askren guy who uh, was fighting jake paul he gets a bunch of money regardless if he wins or loses and so the idea is he was you know he was just going down as soon as possible but i don't think jake punches that hard but i could be entirely wrong but it just looks rigged and like a bunch of bullshit, in my opinion. Um, yeah. I'm not a huge fan. He needs to fight someone who is actually a either A, a kickboxer, or B, an actual boxer. All right. Well, there you go. Some expert analysis from someone who doesn't even know how, how long a boxing round lasts. <laughs> Sounds about right. Can you boo? Scumhook here, baby. Hey, That's- Canadian scumhook calling in. I don't know if you've uh, seen... Actually, you might have mentioned this on the show. I don't remember. Um, United Airlines is um, going to be training a whole bunch of new pilots, which is you know great. Keep the industry going. I should go out for that. Blah blah. Is it something you just apply for? Like I fill out an application. Um, what's less great is they've got a fucking diversity quota on this on these pilots. Uh, you know, fifty percent women or people of color or whatever the fuck their stupid terms are, um, which is a bit of a worry. Uh, that is kind of scary when it when it comes to like. Uh keeping me safe i want the most talented pilot behind the wheel not like the most talented iroquois indian or native american or whatever you know what i mean because think about this if there was a quota if, i mean and i don't know how these quotas work i'm an idiot but let, let's say they're like all right we need we're gonna do some diversity uh, hiring of 50 can be white 25 have to be women 10 can be black Five can be Asian, and then you know one's got to be Native American. What if, uh, what if the Native American that is applying sucks? Like he barely passed his test or certification or whatever, and everyone else that applied is way better, way more competent. But they have to hire this guy because of uh, you know the requirements. On the flip side. The whole reason why we're in this predicament is because, you know, you got a, a handful of white people in in charge of hiring people, and they only ever hire fucking white people. That I think I would rather have somebody doing that job who I know yeah. is the best fucking person for that job. These are complex issues. Not just because they happen to have a certain type of fucking plumbing or they're a certain color. 
um, surgeons would be one of those uh, groups. Uh, and, you know, fucking airline pilots will be another one. Oddly enough, um, very few of my doctors have been Caucasian. There's a lot of Indian doctors I've had, right? That, that seems to be a common thing. Because if, if those cunts don't know what they're doing, holy shit. You have these problems like with the 737 MAX, where there are a bunch of issues um, with US-based carriers um, and no fatalities, no crashes, no nothing. The two crashes that happened on those 737s, um, I think one of them was a... Um, Oh, some African airline, and the other one was some Asian one. So you just got the shittiest, dumbest people in charge of these fucking planes. It's a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, actually, speaking of United, though, they uh, well, they used to be, I don't know if they still are, but they used to be, I reckon, the best airline in the U.S. in terms of uh, pilot skill. Uh, I guess American was probably up there, but you know, there were some landings um, with United where I couldn't tell when the tyres actually touched the tarmac. Smooth, and that, to me, like is a butter. sign of a good fucking landing. Well, any landing you walk away from is a good landing, but those were... Ex- I think I've flown United before. No landing, so... She's speaking of airline. Um, Southwest. I've flown Southwest a bunch because, you know, they're cheap, but they're, they're cheap but not horrible. It's not like, um... What's that really bad one? Spirit Air? I don't know if you would have probably not, or maybe some freaks if anyone's flown out of uh, the John Wayne... And an airport in Orange County in Los Angeles, Los Angeles, Southern California. Maybe Cat Lady might have. Um, it's a really cool little airport. Uh, it's right next to the rich as fuck suburb of Newport Beach, which is great for all the rich cunts there because they've got an airport uh, nice and close. Someone but, knows a lot about airports and airlines. Uh, what's not great for the rich cunts is having planes uh, flying over their heads all the time. So they've implemented, the airport's implemented this noise abatement scheme. Where um, you have to turn off your engines before you land. Designed to cut the noise. Glide in. Noise of uh, air, aircraft flying over Newport. So they'll um, basically the plane lines up on the runway, brakes on, full power, lets the brake off, and then fucking just goes absolutely flat, yanks back. You climb to a thousand feet with a bomb thereabouts. It's not very high. Pilot cuts the power, pitches the nose down, flies softly over Newport Beach out to the ocean. Bam, normal power, flight regimes. Anyhow, love you, Timmy. See ya. Is that safe? I don't, I don't know about that. Like, I'm sorry there are plane noises in your community, but planes make noise. Good Christ. All right, well, um, who, who knew we were going to talk about airports and airplanes today in the voicemail segment? Thank you, Scumhook, I guess. That is all the time we have on this edition of the program. Want you guys to email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you at 206 666 4463. That's 206 I've never heard of a George Glass at our school. The Distortion STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you can criticize podcasts. Tomorrow, like I said, will be a sideshow exclusive one. If you want to hear it, you got to sign up, superfreaksideshow.com. Otherwise, I'll see you back on Wednesday. Until then, have a great day. Bye. a very new fragrance for men. Turbo. By Fabergé. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scrob Media Group. Learn more at scrob.net.